Caught. Touchdown. Kenyon Drake into the end zone. Jackson surveys under pressure. Throws, and it's in the back of the end zone. Hold in there by Likely. Touchdown. Duvernay takes it. Into the end zone he goes. Welcome to BetQL Daily. I'm Aaron Hawksworth filling in for Joe Giglio driving the show. It's going to get crazy. He's not here to keep us in line. What is going to happen on this Friday? He big-timed us. You know, he, he had to go to the World Series, so he just left us here. You know, he's he's got important things to do. So we've got Jim Rodriguez, J-Rod, and, of course, a man who needs no introduction. Joe knows. Joe Ostrowski is here. Guys, your girl took some L's last night. I had been doing well, but last night might have been one of my worst nights of betting. This is why we bet responsibly, though. I didn't unload. I didn't bet the bankroll. But wow. I, I mentioned I was on a date. I'm looking up at the TV. I'm trying not to ignore the dude. But I'm like, just, OK, my first half's not hitting. Andrews, I ended up betting him over. He leaves the game. And I had the wrong tight end, rookie tight end, having a big game. Isaiah Likely was the dude, not Kate Otten. It was not a good night for your girl. You were so confident. You're like, I found this player named Octomom. He's going to hit all of these props. It's coming through. You're putting IG posts out there. You're like, I've got it. I've got the key. I've unlocked it. But God, yeah. this Brady Bass packet, I don't think it's going to happen, guys. This is insane. No. And Aaron, it wasn't just you. Um, how about all the steam that we saw on the Tampa Bay side? Last week, it's Tampa Bay minus three. This week, how it opens up after the Bucks lose as the biggest favorite of the week, a two-touchdown favorite against Carolina. Then it goes to Baltimore minus two. And then as we got closer and closer to Thursday night, more money kept coming in on the Bucks, And it closed Bucks minus two and a half. And it wasn't even close, at least not in the second half. Uh, third straight loss straight up here uh, for Brady and company. Is it sleepy time? TB12. <laughs> can't do anything in prime time like we've been talking about this for a couple of years i mean what does he go to bed at like 6 p.m his time or something like that it's crazy 2 and 11 2 and 11 run against the spread in prime time um i it was like what was it i'd say a little bit in the positive last night so first half ravens was bad that was bad for me yeah. rashad white receiving yards that hit and then i needed the college to come through um, that, that one came through. So that, that was good in the big dog good. there, but, uh, so we, we got that one, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun today. Joe G is on the road covering his team in the world series, even though he hates his team, even though he's picked against his team. I've been back. They should have sent me Aaron. They should have sent me to cover the Phillies, even though I don't work for WIP. Yeah. You, you'd be that I, guy I, cheering in the press <laughs> box with your features. Yeah, I wouldn't go to the press box. You could have paid your own way, money bags, from what I've been hearing. <laughs> on social media. Hey, well, I mean, that's, you know what? That's called karma. That's what Joe G gets. He thought he was getting a trip to San Diego. Now he gets a trip to Houston instead. I think there's a little bit of a big difference there. But, uh, J Rod, how'd you do last night? Well, all I'm going to say is I'm going to send Gus Edwards a nice assorted fruit basket. He saved my hide yesterday with that over 
uh, 47 and a half rushing yards. Otherwise, it would have been a disastrous night. And who would have thought moving forward in a primetime game, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, who would you take now at this point? Lesser of two yeah. evils, right? How crazy is that? Yeah, there's no more wondering when is Tom Brady and the Bucks going to get it together? Like, this is it now. I mean, we, we can't go down that road like, oh, this offense is finally going to take off. In the first half, I thought, okay, you know, it wasn't a high-scoring first half, but I was like, okay, maybe there's something here. But then they just blew it in the second half, and the Ravens were actually a second-half team this time. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean I, – I hate to say it, but I think Tom Brady should just take Giselle up on that ultimatum. Retire or I'm gone for good. Uh, that's what the reports <laughs> were yesterday. And I'm thinking, yeah, you may, if, if you still love her, you may want to just walk away. Might be time. Ooh. Yeah, so I guess the divorce is not official. It's not going to for sure happen. Like everybody, uh, whatever. I don't, I don't know what's happening. But yeah. yeah. I kind of wish he had already retired. Didn't it feel that way? Is it, it kind, it's well, kind of sad. How skinny does oh, he look man. now, right? Everything about him. I mean, is he, is he, is he like, does he have that, that bachelor apartment where he opens the fridge and there's like a half a can of Red Bull, you know, and, and a, you know, three-day-old butter and like a half a piece of bread? I mean, what's going on with this guy? What happened to the diet? What happened to the workout? I mean, is, yeah. is he living the bachelor life here? Eat something, Tom. Well, I'm he didn't you. really eat much with the diet. Like we we talked about it for years and how stringent he was. But now I, I think something's obviously changed. There's there's a lot going on. But um, the NFC South now what? What do we what do we do with this NFC South? You see who's Falcons, uh, first baby. place right now? Falcons. Falcons are in first place in the NFC South with a sub five hundred record of three and four. <laughs> Everybody in the division has a negative point differential. The Bucks are three and five. And we've got the Panthers two and five live after firing their coach live with PJ Walker as their quarterback. And then the Saints are hanging in. They could easily win this division at two and five. Does anybody want to bet on anybody? I've said I don't want to do anything with this division, but now I'm kind of like, I don't think the Bucks are doing it. So maybe we right. can find value elsewhere. I'm not, Saints but I don't know which one to pick. <laughs> Saints 10 to 1 is intriguing. I already bet the Falcons to win the division a couple weeks ago, but I mean, if the Saints can get healthier, I think with I mean, I don't know if they're going to win, but at 10 to 1 and you look at all those teams' records, it th there's a lot of value there. But they need Michael but Thomas. They they need a lot of guys healthy and back, you know. Mm -hmm. I will say this. I know Tampa Bay's looked awful, but it's still Tom Brady. They just need to get right. They need to get healthy. They know what they're doing out there. I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of things, when the, when the smoke cleared, maybe not, you know, 11 wins, maybe maybe a 9-8, and eight, a 10-7. and seven. I'm still betting on the Buccaneers to, to, to make a run. It's still the Buccaneers. It's still Brady. You know, we, we kind of joke and whatever about the Giselle thing, but there's too much talent on that team. They just need to get well. Uh, it, it is, for lack of a better word, it is a new administration over there. There is adjustments going on. It's 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 only a seven game stretch. I think the I think at the end of the day the Buccaneers will be right there though. The thing well, is though they blew it yeah. with their get right spots. You know, losing to the Steelers and the mm -hmm. Panthers. They're three and five. Like those were easy. You know, they sh those should have been wins for them, and they kind of blew it. So I don't even know if they have any get right spots on their schedule coming up. It's gonna be tough. I can't I can't bet on them and. 
though that Saints number, 10 to 1, that's long gone. So we got crazy adjustment after last night. So yesterday, the Bucks were minus 250. Now they're minus 167 over at BetMGM. The first place team, the Falcons, are plus 300. Saints, plus 550. And then the Panthers at plus 1,100. I, any of them can do it. It can literally be any team. There's no other division we can say that about, right? Where it could be any of the four teams in the division. It really can. The Panthers could win this division. I know that's insane. They're trading off pieces. They don't have a head coach. But they could. That's how bad this is. I don't know. I mean, the, the same. Weren't the Falcons, the Falcons supposed to be horrendous? Weren't they supposed to have the number one pick? Weren't they supposed to win two games? I think they might have already gone over their win total for the season already if you took them. I don't know. Worst record? I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen here because these teams are so bad, you would think it's not going to come from this division because they get to play each other. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, I mean, what do we do with the Ravens? Who is this team? I mean, we, mm-hmm. we do our power rankings. We do the top five. Like, would they be in the top five or are they in that second tier? Um, I don't know who this team is. I mean, it's still not pretty. Um, and Lamar in the passing game, it's like he has to use his legs. So he doesn't have enough weapons. I, I don't know what to make of this Ravens team. <laughs> I think we should look at them in the positive sense. Like they've had their struggles in the first half of the year, but they're still five and three. They could have won every game. If every if the ball bounces their way, they could be eight no. So I'm willing to look at that. And then if you look at the upcoming schedule, New Orleans, Carolina, Jacksonville, Denver, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati on this season. There might be a couple losses if they play to their ability. If they're healthy, what what I did notice, Aaron, what did jump out to me is that a lot of those players that we weren't sure if they were going to play last night, they exited early with injuries like Andrews and Bateman and Gus. They they say they're not serious, but still something to be concerned about. This this mini buy they're going to have going into the, uh, the game at New Orleans, and it's actually a little bit a little bit extra because it's a Monday night game next week at New Orleans. So that's a much needed rest, but. Man, this is really set up for the Ravens to have one of the top seeds in the AFC. Yeah, I and mean, for the Ravens, they, their game is is on the ground. They 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 just run the ball. I mean, they they you know they got two hundred and thirty one yards against a very very shady paper thin Tampa Bay defense against the run. But it almost seems like you know, especially we don't know what Andrews' situation if if he's going to come back with that shoulder, especially in the tight end position. And Lamar loves to run, so this this almost feels like if you're if you're betting Ravens games moving forward, it seems like the under would be the way to go. And in any sort of rush situation, because they're just going to eat up clock, they're not going to throw the ball very much. Um, you know, they've got four or five guys out there that can run the ball. Baltimore is is, is an under better's dream, I would think, moving forward. Yeah. So where are they in the AFC for you guys? I mean, are they the third, fourth best team? Do you put the Bengals above them? You know, where would you rank them? We can't we can't put the Bengals above them now with the Jamar Chase injury, right? We can't. Yeah. I, I would have. I probably would have uh, before we got that news yesterday. So Jamar Chase, he's got a hip injury. He's going to miss the next four to six weeks. So I've... Uh, I've been talking up the Bengals over the last few weeks. And so the first thing I do is I go check the Super Bowl odds. Did they change? Nope. 
no change. <laughs> they're still 22 to one. So they're probably seeing if uh, they have any losses there. That's going to be, that's a tougher game now. Tougher game now against the, the Browns divisional matchup coming up on Monday night. Uh, the number did tick down a little bit. Big picture wise, where do I put them? I don't have an AFC South team ahead of them. The only AFC West team I had ahead of them is Kansas City. And uh, then there's mm-hmm. Buffalo. Because of the chase injury, boy, yeah, I have Baltimore yeah. third, the AFC. Yeah, yeah, I think you got to do it. I mean, how long is Jamar going to be out? Four to six weeks, but it could be longer, mm-hmm. right? A hip injury? I mean, that's ooh, that's not good. And gosh, it's disappointing for a Bengals team that just started to click. You know, I thought they were just going to start to take off and devastating for them. My, my only concern about Baltimore is how much octane does that offense have? In other words, with Buffalo and Kansas City ahead of them, they can put up – I mean, look, look what Kansas City did to San Francisco in that staunch defense. All, you know, they put up 44 and scored six touchdowns and seven points. If all of a sudden the Ravens get down two or three scores – they have to throw the ball, and clearly that's not their strength. So they may be the third best team in the AFC, but I don't see those games being very competitive unless they turn into rock fights. And is that defense for Baltimore good enough to get into a rock fight with Kansas City and Baltimore? I mean, Kansas yeah. City and Buffalo? Sure. No, I, Jared, I think that's a very good point, that, yes, we could uh, have a debate on Baltimore-Cincinnati right now. Are they the third best team in the AFC? But it is clear that the two teams on top, they're playing a different sport than everybody else. I mean, that, that's the thing right now. It's like, yeah, you could say they're third best or this team's fourth best. Okay, that's close enough uh, to be in the mix for a Super Bowl. Yeah, but they're playing a different sport. They don't have uh, quarterbacks on that level. Lamar started the season that way, but over the last month, he hasn't been that Lamar. But they are bulldozing teams with that run game. 231 rushing yards last night, spreading the love. Gus, 65, Drake, 62, Lamar, 43 for himself. They had some plays for Duvernay. Uh, Justice Hill got some run, another 28 yards for him. Like, they're getting everybody involved. Aaron, yeah, there are some questions about this team, and health-wise for sure, but you don't question the coaching. And uh, I I actually do feel better about them. Even though it wasn't maybe the dominant performance, they didn't come out of the gates like we're we're used to them in the first half last night. I I feel a lot better about the Ravens after last night. Yeah. Speaking of coaching, did you notice Deshaun Jackson, like the cutaway standing right next to Harbaugh? I'm like, are you like an assistant coach now? You guys are best friends. No, you know what that is. On the sideline. You know what that is. I, I, we knew he was, we found out a couple hours before that he wasn't coming in last night. You know, that's what, when uh, my son played football, that's what my wife would tell him. Stand next to the coach. Stand next to the coach. Let him know that you want to go in. I, I think it feels like a little bit of that. Like, hey, man, I'm ready. That's Let's what go. I thought. <laughs> yeah. Bring your teacher an apple, kissing butt a little bit. It felt like it. All right, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Watch us live 24-7 on the BetQL Network right here on the Odyssey app. We're looking at sides, totals, props, and all our plays for Week 8 next.